The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Do you ever feel like there's so much pressure to create content in social media that some days you're just out of ideas? You have no idea what to post next. And then you don't post. And then your engagement goes down or your followers go down. And it's just like vicious cycle. Well, I want to help you because I want to share with you my 30-day content calendar. And it doesn't matter what your niche is or what it is you sell or what it is you do or what it is you look like, any of those things. This is 30 days of killer ideas. Like you're going to get so much inspiration and examples of exactly what's working and how you can make it work for you, depending, of course, your niche or what it is you normally post. Even if most of the time you know what to post, but every once in a while you you just hit a block and you can't think of what you need to post, listen. I want to make this super simple for you. Grab a copy of my 30-day content calendar. Plus, it's free. So you just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash content. Again, instaclubhub.com forward slash content. And as always, the link to that will be in the show notes. So you don't even have to write it down. In fact, you can click on it while you're listening to this episode. Hey there, what's going on? Welcome to The Shaleen Show. It's, well, it's Friday. You're listening to this on Friday, which means it's a Car Smart Friday, which really just means that it's me sharing what's going on, the latest. I'm sitting on the floor of our bedroom inside the Airbnb in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. My son Brock gets married to his fiance Taylor. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it will be on Saturday. Well, it's Friday. You're listening to it. He'll be married the next day. We've got a house full of people. There's so much going on. And uh, I'm going to get you caught up on what was going on this week. So thanks for being here. Let's do this. Well, I was a bad girl because all I did, I just talked and talked and talked all day long because we have a house full of people my daughter Sierra and her husband. Oh my God, that's so weird to say. They're here. They just flew in from uh, New York. Sierra was there meeting with her manufacturers and chemists for her beauty line, Boyish Beauty. Like, I'm so proud of her. It's so freaking cool. Because, you know, a lot of these people, a lot of these celebrities even, they don't really have their own, I mean, they have their own lines, but what they do is they go to these companies that have already come up with their own formulations and they just pay a fee to put their name on the products, which is fine. I mean, that that's great. But Sierra has spent the last more than a year now um, just working with chemists to come up with the just perfect formulation for her products because it matters to her. She wanted them to be clean. She wanted them to work in a way that other brow products and other facial products don't. And it's just really cool. It's just awesome. I'm I'm seriously so proud of her. It's very cool. So she's here. My brother, Bill, uh, came in. He was at the airport at the same time as her. So we invited him over for dinner tonight. Um, my husband's best friend from college, Brian, is here. He's staying here in the Airbnb. And then we invited the... Um, I guess we can say the pastor who will be marrying Brock and Taylor 
and the pastor's husband to stay with us. Who would that be? That would be Shanti. So Shanti, spoiler alert, you get to find this out a day early, but Sean is going to be marrying Brock, which is pretty cool. Brock and Taylor, I should say. (laughs) That sounded funny. (laughs) Shanti is marrying my son. That sounded really funny. He's he's officiating the wedding. Oh, brother. Anyway, so that's going to be a riot. And um, so the, Sean and Scott were here. And I don't know what it is about the two of us when we get together, but we just immediately start getting deep. And so, I mean, we talked for hours and hours. And then dinner, we just, the deepest conversations. And um, it's really fun. My mom and dad were also here and they were a part of those deep conversations. And, you know, we've been having like a lot of family stuff going on and, um, and some mental health things that have been going on and extended family. And, and the one thing that like my dad said tonight, which is so true, all families have this, they have something, you know, it might not be what we're going through at this moment, but like all families struggle with this. And all families have challenges in this way. No one can escape it. So I hope that's normalizing. I know we've done a lot of covering that in topics the last couple of weeks. And I know for some of you who are new Patreon members, like, I just want you to know, like, the most recent Patreons have been like pretty deep. And that's not normal, but they sometimes they are, right? I just always... Whatever's going on is what we're talking about. Okay, so let's talk about some of the fiascos that have led up to this point. Well, first of all, they're getting married in a field in Wyoming, and it's it's on a beautiful ranch, but it's literally, it's it's a field, you know, overlooking the mountains. And all week long, we've been watching the weather reports, and it's been saying like 70% chance of rain. And so weather like high of 60 super cold like all the way down to like the 30s and we're like oh my god what How, we've got to like rethink our outfits we've got to get umbrellas <clears throat> do we need to rent another tent like what about shoes like how do you walk across a wet field like all these things right well thank you for everybody who who's been praying that we get some great weather because i don't know fingers crossed the the weather forecast keeps getting better. So I hope, I just pray that it's dry for them, but we've got backup plans and and no matter what, who cares? It'll all be amazing. I know it will. But so before we were leaving, I had, I bought a dress. It's, mm, I'm going to call it fuchsia. Fuchsia? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely fuchsia. It's beautiful. Um, I'll post pictures of it on Saturday, obviously. And I really love the dress. I bought it off the rack, but then I wanted to have it altered because I, I just do that. I A lot of my clothes, especially if it's like for an event, I'll buy an item and then I like to customize it, like make it my own. And so I've done that with this dress. I had this idea of like how I want the, the bodice or not the bodice, the bottom of the dress to look. And I wanted this like kind of slit with ruffles. Anyways, so I took it to my gal uh, Cecilia, who just is an amazing seamstress and uh, showed her my drawings and showed her what I want to do with the dress. And she's like, I got you. So she she helped me with my mother of the bride dress. She helped, I know you're going to be shocked to hear this. She helped make it 
lengthen it. <laughs> it was actually shorter than what it was originally. She helped me lengthen it by adding like lace underneath it. Is this boring? I'm sorry. Okay, let me move through the story quickly. So anyways, I take the dress to Cecilia. She says, no problem. She says, um, come pick it up. We're flying out on Wednesday morning. She says, pick it up on Monday. I go and try it on late, late, late Monday night. Like she met me at 930 at night. And um, I'm like, oh, it looks great. Bye. Thank you. You know, it's late. I don't want to keep her there. Right. I feel bad. And so then I tried it on again, like to figure out like what shoes I was going to wear with it or whatever on Tuesday. Again, we leave early Wednesday morning and I try it on and I'm like, oh, it's it, the, the, the hem doesn't hang right. Like it's, it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but I'll post a, a picture like on Saturday of the before and after. But like the hem was like, I was like, okay, I, I can sew, maybe I can pin this, maybe I can figure out how to fix it myself. But then I'm like, yeah, it would be fine if I was going out to dinner. It just didn't look right though. If I was just trying to pin it, it just didn't look right. And I'm like, I spent all this money on the dress. I spent so much money on the alterations. I got to get it right. So I felt so bad, but I texted her on Tuesday and I'm like, do you have any suggestion? And I showed her a video. I'm like, look, if I pin it like this, it would hang perfectly. Is there, and she wasn't working, I knew she wasn't working on Tuesday. I'm like, is there any way that like, maybe there's someone at your shop who could just make this quick little alteration? She goes, bring it in right now, drop it off. And I promise we'll get, I know you leave tomorrow morning. We'll get it back to you tonight. So I did, I dropped it off and I'm checking in with her at like 5.30, 6.30. I think I even, yeah, I recorded my pod, my Wednesday podcast. And I told you guys, yeah, Brett's going to get the dress right now. And like 9.30 at night, the dress still wasn't done. And we have to leave the next morning, like super early. And so Brett's there and he goes, she's not done. Shalene, what do we do? And I said, well, ask her how much longer. And he said, she says like another hour, hour and a half. First of all, I feel so bad that here she is on her day off there at this hour. I feel so bad. And I said, ask her, Actually, I think I texted her, Cecilia, can I, would I, can I finish the dress or take it to a seamstress in Jackson Hole to finish what you've done? And she's like, yes, absolutely. So um, Brett brought the dress home and there's really not like a lot of sewing left to do. There's just a little bit of hand stitching to do on the inside of the seam, the ruffle, if you will. And so I, I'm going to have to finish that dress. <laughs> and then everything that I bought to wear this weekend, it all needs to be altered. And I just was not on my game this week because we had a bunch of, as you know, you well, Patreon knows all the things, but like, I'm sure you, my regular listeners, you, you guys know, like based on the shows I've been doing, like we've been struggling with some mental health issues in our extended family that really hijacked everything. Like it just... It just does. And if you've ever had to deal with something like that, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, even if you're not actively in that moment, like with that person or doing something for them, it hijacks your thinking. You, you like, and nothing else kind of even matters. So like all the other like little things I needed to do, like go to just a regular tailor or someone to get my, like these uh, jumper that I needed to have it shortened or like the hem 
or taken in on like, so all the, everything that I bought this week, I was just going to take it to other, not my really, not the lady that like knows how to sew clothes, but like just to have them altered. Do you know what I mean? And I didn't do that because, because when you're in the middle of this, you almost feel like so exhausted that you're like, I don't even care. Like it doesn't even matter. And any little bit of energy that I had, because it's emotionally draining, any little bit of energy that I had, I'm like, I just want to try to do whatever I can for Brock and Taylor. And they're so chill. They're completely calm, so understanding about everything. They're like, yeah, if it rains, we'll deal with it. You know, like one of their vendors literally today canceled on them. And they're like, yeah, that was a really a jerk move, you know, but it's going to be fine. Like they have the best attitude and I'm very lucky because I just don't know if I could have taken more. And I know Brett couldn't take any more this week. So, you know, there was that. And then I did like, I swear to God, I'm a hairdresser this week. So Taylor for the wedding want, has this, you know, style for her hair that she wants to do. And I'm like, she's like, I think I want hair extensions. I'm like, oh girl, girl, please. Like that is my forte. I have, I'm certified. I I have a PhD in hair extensions. Like I know all of it. Like, let me be your guide. So I went with her and I showed her exactly what we, you know, and because of her lifestyle, she's a runner. I'm like, I don't think you should get tape. I don't think you should get anything other than clip-ins, but we need a variety of clip-ins and I'm going to make these for you. So we went and got her like a halo basically, and then individual extensions. And then I sewed them together. I don't even know if this is making sense. If you, well, if you have hair extensions, you know what I'm talking about. So when you buy the packs, so you guys also always ask me like what hair extensions buy the hair extensions called hair coat. If you want clip-ins hair couture, they come with a pack of seven different clip-ins. Then what I do is of the seven, like one, two, like a couple of the rows, I will just sew the rows together. So they're thicker. I'll have to do a video because this, this is like one of those things where I should probably be doing a YouTube video, but like I will sew them together so that you don't have to wear as many, but they're thicker. It's amazing. And the hair is really good quality. It's going to last you a long time, especially because they're clip-ins. So you're not constantly like washing them and getting them dirty. Like, And then if you're active, you can just take all the clip-ins out and just pull your hair up in a ponytail or a low bun or whatever and you can even wear like a clip-on bun, like all the things. So anyways, we bought all the different hair products for Taylor. And then I had her come over and we did kind of a trial run, you know, what her hair would look like. And oh, you hairdressers, you stylists, holy cow, it's backbreaking work. My back was freaking ki- killing me. I did her hair for like two hours and then Sierra came over and she's like, okay, I need you to take my hair extensions out because she had put her hair extensions in, like we did tape-ins for her wedding, but she also knew like, I don't think I want this as my lifestyle. So I went and bought her the same hair couture clip-ins to match her hair and I sewed them together for her. But then she came over and I had to take out all of her tape-ins, which took like an hour and a half. And and then I had to condition them. 
And I'm not kidding you. My, oh my gosh. No wonder stylists are always saying that their back and their feet hurt. Like, I just, I like, I'm like, this is the hardest job in the world. Why? You, stylists do not get paid enough. You make people feel better. You give people confidence. And you, you're basically a therapist because people just pour out their problems. Oh my goodness. Y'all don't get paid enough. That's what I need to say to you. I love you guys. I really do actually love stylists. Like I do a lot of work with, um, or I have in the past, I should say, with uh, Paul Mitchell Schools. Just actually got a text today from Wynn Claybaugh. He was, he's the founder of uh, Paul Mitchell Schools and um, good friend of mine. But anyways, I, I just think you guys, I think anyone who works in an industry where you just make people feel better, like massage therapists, stylists, nurses, doctors, dental hygienists, hygienists, makeup artists, like y'all are underpaid and what you do is really important. Uh, fitness trainers, like you make people feel good and it's a pretty amazing thing, I do have to say. And so we are, um, tomorrow we have the rehearsal dinner and all of my girlfriends are coming into town and a lot of the same people who were here just, you know, a month ago for Sierra's wedding. And I don't know why, but I feel so guilty. I feel really bad that people, I shouldn't say that I feel bad. I'm touched that people are taking time out of their busy schedules again, to come to another destination wedding. And if I have any advice for those of you who are trying to figure out whether you should do a destination wedding or or not, oh, I don't, I gotta say, <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's, but you know, if that's what you have your heart set on, go for it, you know? And that's how I felt with our kids. Like, listen, if you want it, let's make it happen. This is a once in a lifetime and- we want it to be really special. And I'm really lucky that both the kids are super chill, incredibly appreciative and grateful and thankful. And that makes it so much easier. And they're good kids. Hey, real quick. So I know on The Shaleen Show, we talk about life stuff, but I'm always encouraging you to have your own thing, to build that side hustle, to figure out ways you can make extra money online. And maybe you felt like, I just don't know how to do this by myself. I want the motivation and excitement of having people around me that I can bounce ideas off of. I want that motivation of being at a live event. Well, you're in luck. October 14th through the 16th, I want to invite you to come to Southern California and be a part of the Marketing Impact Academy live event. You don't have to be an MIA member. This is open to the public. You don't have to have any experience in business, but you do have to have a desire and you need to be a good note taker because we're going to spell it all out for you. I'm going to have the best experts at every area of social media that you can imagine. And every speaker comes with, I mean, they don't come on my stage unless they come with an action plan that they're going to give the audience so that when you leave, you're not like, okay, super motivated, but I don't know what to do. So if that's something you've been dreaming about doing and just coming to Southern California and being around that energy, meeting me live in person, my son and the other experts that I know you have heard if you listen to The Shalene Show, the people who we work with, people just like you who you know, have been listening to these shows for so many years and eventually they took the plunge, they started their business and now they're going to share with you how they did it. 
Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to dream. Give yourself permission to do something different. Know it's been on your bucket list to come to Southern California. I cannot wait to see you there. The link is in the show notes, but you can also go to shaleen.com forward slash MIA live. Shaleen.com forward slash MIA live. And if you want to be invited to the incredible dance party that we're throwing on Saturday night just for our VIPs, be sure to look at the VIP registration package. It is next level. Did I say the dates? Okay, October 14th through the 16th, Southern California, Orange County. We're right down the street from Disneyland. You can make a whole family vacation of it, or you can just get away and enjoy yourself and treat yourself to something fun and exciting that has the potential to change your life. Okay, back to the show. Let's talk about aging celebrities, which by the way, even Disney stars are aging celebrities. Newsflash, everybody is aging. So this could be a little rant. Okay, so here's my rant. There's this series of like TikTok videos that I saw, I don't know if it was my For You page or whatever, but I kept seeing all these YouTube or sorry, TikTok videos um, showing this appearance of Gwen Stefani. And people are like, oh my gosh, she really messed up. She doesn't look like herself. She's overfilled her face and she looks nothing like what she used to look like. Just why can't she just embrace aging? You know, and, and people say this about Madonna and they say this about Cher and they say this about Courtney Cox and they say this about, they say it about freaking everybody, you know, and it, it really bugs me. Okay. So I want to just start with Gwen. So first of all, yeah, Gwen doesn't look like what she looked like when she was 20 years old. She had braces. She had pencil-thin eyebrows, overly bleached hair, bad skin, um, a gummy smile, thin lips, and she was like 19 years old, <laughs> pink hair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And over the years, she has done very, you know, minor, subtle, beautiful enhancements, which is her freaking prerogative. But now that she's 53, right? And she's probably just still doing a lot of the same stuff. Everyone's like, oh, she's fighting the aging process. So here's my take on it. First of all, and, and I only have one person who was like, you made me feel really bad with your comment, but okay, let me explain. Here's my take on it. From, and I've said, you guys have heard me say this before. Me doing Botox or lip fillers or dyeing my hair or any like lash, putting on false lashes, having my eyebrows microbladed, all those things. I started doing those things. Oh, not, and it didn't have anything to do with aging. It had to do with my financial ability to do those things, which happened in basically in my 30s. In my early 30s is when I started making enough money to be able to afford all those things. And also it became more accessible, like everybody was doing it, right? Like I remember all my girlfriends were getting Botox. They would have like Botox parties in Southern California. You would show up and there'd be like 30 girls there all getting injected at someone's house. Probably not the smartest thing, but I could afford it then. And and that was why I would, it, it wasn't like, oh, I don't want to look older. It was like, oh, it's like I can afford makeup and I think I look better with it. It's a way to enhance my appearance and it's fun. It's something I enjoy doing. So you start doing it. You start doing it because you can afford it. And so I'm sure that's what's, you know, a lot of these celebrities, that's the thing that doesn't get talked about is that 
it's, it's a fine, like these celebrities, I'm sure you would agree that most celebrities look like 15 years younger in most cases than the average woman who's that age. Why is it? Well, it's because they have personal chefs. It's because they can afford the most expensive skincare. It's because they can get vitamin IVs. They can get the best integrative medical doctors. They have personal trainers. They can afford Botox. They can afford fillers. They can afford lasers, microsurfacing, all of these things. It's not one thing. It's all of the things for years. And it drives me crazy that a lot of these celebrities, then they, you know, kind of try to imply as if their lotion is why they look young and beautiful and radiant. This is all you need. No, no, you're like, that is so deceitful. No, for the last 20 years. So like when people say like, and and I get this question all the time, they'll say like, you, what are you doing? You look so young. And I think people want one answer because that would be simple. But the honest answer is I've been doing things since my 30s and I'm 53. So it's 20 years of doing things that the average person probably can't even afford to do. You can call that privilege. I don't know if that's the right word or if it's, you know, I've worked hard enough and that's what I've decided to spend my money on. It's just, it's just a decision, right? So, and I enjoy doing it. And it's, it's not a fighting of the aging process. It's almost like a habit. It's like when we see women with makeup on and they're in their fifties, we don't go like, oh man, look at her. She's really fighting the aging process. No, she's been wearing makeup since she was 16. And so that's how I feel about, I don't know, people coming down on women suddenly when they're in their 50s or 60s and they're like, look at her. She just had her, you know, whatever, her lips touched up or she had filler. She's fighting the age. No, she's got the money and she can do whatever she wants to do. And also if she wants to do nothing, that is her choice too. There's some amazing, I can't think of her name right now. I know you're going to say when I describe who I'm talking about, you're going to know who I'm talking about. I want to say it's Claudia Schiffer, but it's not Claudia Schiffer, but it's like one of those famous supermodels and she hasn't done anything. And she's a big proponent of aging naturally. Like her hair is gray and she hasn't done Botox or fillers or anything, but you know what else, which is fine. That's good for her, but also she's a freaking supermodel. I mean, come on. Please, we are not comparing apples to apples. That's it's not it's not even not even in the same realm. Like I'm doing the best with what God has given me, and, and improving it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's it's just weird. And here's the other thing: I can even the woman who hasn't done anything to her face. I guarantee, if we do a side by side of you when you were 20 and you when you're whatever 55. You don't look like the same person. There's uh, a familiarity. There's a similarity, but you don't look the same. Duh. And like things move and they change and like your eyes tend to get smaller. And when you smile, your cheeks kind of push up closer and close your, I mean, I was just looking at my mom today. My mom doesn't have any fillers in her face. But when she smiles, yeah, her cheeks go up closer to her eyes and her eyes go smaller and so do mine. And and so like that's the big thing everyone was saying like about Gwen, like, oh my God, look at her. Her eyes are so much smaller now. And her... Dude, also, 
if you filmed yourself on video and you let somebody slowly scan every single um, clip, what do you call that? Every single frame of the video. And then they screenshot that one frame where you look so freaking ugly. You know the, you know what I'm talking about because you've done this for yourself. Go ahead, make a video of yourself just like talking randomly and then freeze frame a frame where you're like, you look awful. Well, that's the photo people are putting up of Gwen. It's rude. It's stupid. Like get a hobby, people. Like, and I'm not just like defending Gwen. It's just weird that people like, why do we care? Let women do it. I know Madonna's done a million things and people are like, why is she doing that? Who cares? It's entertaining. Who cares? Let her do whatever she wants. It's her body. It's her money. Let her do it. You know, the Kardashians, let them do it. The only thing that I am, uh, I take a, a pretty strong stance on is the extreme weight loss and talking about that and telling people what, like, and so basically when the Kardashians share these things that they're doing with people, young girls primarily, they, all these people run out and do it. And I'm like, do you not realize the negative impact you're having on people's health? You know, and maybe you're like, Shaleen, you're such a hypocrite. I don't see how it's any different. Okay, that's fine. I understand. I do think it's different. And especially because these young girls, they can't afford to do these cosmetic procedures, but they all want to be uber, uber thin. And, you know, it's just sad to think how many young girls develop eating disorders because of these stupid suggestions they see on what I eat in a day or what these celebrities say that they've done to, you know, drop a dramatic amount of weight to fit into a dress. I just don't think that's the healthiest thing. But I do think we spend so much time obsessing about people's looks and criticizing them and saying they looked better before. And like, I was just even like with my bangs. It's so such a stupid thing. Like, so I parted my bangs to the side for like all my life for the most part. And forever... I've been wanting to part my hair down the middle, but every time I do, I'm like, oh, that, this is not me. I have a five head. It's not good. And, um, but then I can't remember who it was. Somebody, maybe it was my hairdresser. I can't remember. But someone said, why don't you do a curtain bang? Because then you can part it down the middle, but it's still kind of like, you know, it's kind of like straight down, but then you just kind of make a little curtain right in the front. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll try that. So then I tried it and I'm like, it's so weird how people are like, petitioning basically in my direct messages like please please go back to your I can't handle it go back to your side swoop you're not you I don't feel the same you just don't look like yourself I'm like okay calm down and then other people were like okay I need girl I need to know what are you doing you look so much younger so it's it's so weird like some people are like I hate it I love it I hate it so you can't worry about what other people think you just got to do it right and, um, and again, when I, I really do appreciate when people are like, you know, you look young or whatever, and maybe you don't, maybe you're like, Shalene, what are you thinking? You don't look young. Yes, I do. But when people say that and they want to know what I do again, it's a lot, it costs a lot of money. Like I've done laser, what do you call it? IPL. I've done microblading. I've done lip filler. I've done Botox every single year since I was like 30 something. Um, I've done fillers, you know, I've, all of these things, they cost money and I do the skincare and I eat right and I do vitamin IVs and I take, you know, expensive vitamins and I 
exercise daily and I stay out of the sun and I wear sunscreen. So it's, it's all the things and you don't have to do any of the things, right? And there's, and I, I wish that more people understood and really felt that way that you, you don't have, if you look in the mirror and you look amazing, that is, that's all you need. And you're happy. That's great. But guess what? We're, our faces change <laughs> as we age. They just, they do. Like I was even looking at pictures of Brad Pitt when he was, cause I was like, men's faces, do they do this too? And yeah, men's faces, same thing. Like your face just changes. It gets fuller in certain places and more hollow in other places. And if you're fortunate enough to age, you will experience that. And here's the thing I wanted to end this by saying, because I was talking to Sean about it tonight. And he's like, I've never loved my body more. I've never been like more pleased with myself and more self, more accepting. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I pray that you feel this way, but more often than not, most women I talk to do find that as they begin to age, they begin to f- start to feel themselves a little bit more, like appreciate their beauty, appreciate their uniqueness, appreciate like how well they have taking care of themselves. And they also tend to appreciate that, like, I don't need to give a flying F what anybody else thinks, you know? Like, I'm sure there's a time in my life where, well, I know there was a time in my life where I was thinner and, and younger looking and all those things, but I was so dissatisfied and so consumed with what other people might think. And now I don't care. I do not care. I want, I, I want to look good for me. I want to look good for my husband. But like, I literally don't care. Like the whole thing about my dress controversy and people were like reassuring me like, Shaleen, don't listen to the haters. I'm like, I just find it funny. I, but it really doesn't bother me because I like it. Now, if I didn't like it, like if I didn't really like my dress or if I was a little self-conscious about it and people were making comments, yeah, then it would probably get under my skin. You know what I mean? Um, kind of like my voice. Like when I started having these problems with my voice, it started bothering me at first. And then when people would make comments, I would get like super self-conscious. But now I know what it is and I'm you know working to strengthen it and repair it and it's getting better. So now I'm like, I don't care. You know, now I don't care if any people say anything about my voice. Um, so yeah, I guess the bottom line is this, you know, you're in a good place when you can do what you want to do. Not because society says you have to, not because you feel pressure to, but because it's just, it's what you do want to do or what you don't want to do. And you don't have to do anything, but you feel good about you and how you know you're living your life and the decisions that you're making and it's just it's just a very freeing feeling and I pray that you get there where you just you it like other people who you don't even know like their opinions is like who it doesn't matter because it really doesn't you know the the only person who and, and the person you are the most you are enough for is God so everything else is just like a speck in the universe. Like the things that we're worried about today are so irrelevant and so dumb and so minuscule. And I guess sometimes when you're having a little bit of, you know, family drama, it does help to put things in perspective. And you're like, who cares? Like literally, like who, this is such a dumb thing to be worried about. 
Take care of yourself. Do the things that make you happy and the people that you care about the most. And, you know, if you just narrow your focus a little bit and really just think about those people, life gets much more simple. And you're going to have far less anxiety and you're going to be a lot happier. I love you. I mean it. Pray for no rain. And I'll talk to you on Monday. Uh, to my Patreon peeps, just a quick reminder that I have, I will get an epi- a new episode up for you this week. It, prob- it won't be on Saturday though, because uh, I think it'll be much more fun for you to get an episode after the wedding. So thank you for your patience. We will keep you posted. Again, love you, mean it. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.